Hey, hey, my lovely people. Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast today. I'm your host, Kate Warman, and y'all, we are in the middle of our mini-series where we are conquering some of your biggest, hottest dating questions. For this mini-series, I brought on my rad friend, J.D. Rogers, who is a pastor and a single dude at the porch in Texas. And I just thought, you know what? Would be really great to get a guy's perspective on some of these questions that y'all ask. So today, we're going into a question that I personally get asked all the time, which is, where are all the Christian men? Now, ladies and gents, this is a conversation for both of you because we're going to be addressing this mindset of the women. And then we are also going to be addressing the fact that, yes, in ways there are more Christian women than men in the church right now. Okay. So we're going to address both of these things. So this is a conversation for both the ladies and the gents. So strap yourselves in. You're going to need this episode. I'm really excited for it. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Here we are today talking about, man, this, what we're talking about today, JD, is so awesome because this is something, if I could pinpoint almost one thing that all the Christian ladies, single ladies ask me, it's- All my single ladies. All my single ladies. All my single ladies. It is, Kate, where are all the Christian guys? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? The first thing I say to that, before we get into all of this, because there are there's some legitimacy to that too. Mm -hmm. I also am like, hey, it's also, I feel like I just need to say that there are awesome Christian guys out there. There are, they do exist. And so I think we, I want to avoid getting into the scarcity mindset that there are zero, which is what a lot of women think. Right. And hey, I'm sitting across from one. You're an epic Christian single guy. Okay. I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> All the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but that there's something that I just want to address first. Like ladies, there we I want to fight against the scarcity mindset. And I we want to talk today about the reality is that there are more statistically single women in the church right now than men. So let's get into that. Totally. Yeah. I, um, I was thinking, cause a lot of people were asking me that mm -hmm. we were doing a dating series right. at the porch, the young adults ministry that I work at here in Dallas. And during that I was doing some Q and A's. We would do this thing called the porch hotline where people could call in anonymously and ask questions. Yeah. And one of the questions was constantly this, like why, why aren't more Christian guys asking out Christian girls? And at one Saturday, I was sitting at one of my favorite coffee shops. Shout out Merritt Coffee. Oh, and hey, I was there the other day working. Nice. What it's up? so good. I love it. And um, I was sitting there and I was like, I want to give an answer that's just not your cliche, like, hold strong, ladies. Like, because I'm like, I do see my Christian guys asking out Christian girls. This is so confusing because like I'm in a lot of guy community in the in the church culture, and I'm like, they're all pursuing. Those. It's like I, I said this on the last thing, I think. It's so funny to me that we ask, where are all the Christian guys? But then we also say in the same breath, if I see another engagement post. <laughs> so it's like, does that make sense? So it's happening, Yeah, everybody. it's like something is happening because you have something to be annoyed with. But, and, and then also we do all these memes on Heart of Dating where it's like the Christian girls, where are all the Christian guys? God, would you just send me the guy? And then the guy's like, hey, I want to ask you out. And they're like... <laughs> but not him, God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, and there's all these memes of like, but not that one. <laughs> yep. And I always say, hey, check your heart. Are you asking where are the Christian guys? Or are you asking where are the Tim Tebow's? Or like, you know, like, are you asking where are the six foot yes. three college athlete now working in corporate with a golden Who doodle? also like plays the guitar and worships on Sunday. Yeah, like, at is the that band? what you're actually looking for? Because if you want a unicorn, you should go to like, 
I don't know. Disneyland. Fairy tale land. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think there is some validity to the question, but I said this in my post. I do not think this is a dating problem. I think this is a, a discipleship problem. Mm. And it was this conversation that began that it, I found myself in a lot more conversations because of this idea. Cause I think people were like, I think you're onto something. And like, I was yeah. just like, I, cause my desire is to see so many Christian men in the church that the women are like, I mean, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, yeah. that, Wouldn't that be a dream world? Like if it's just like the opposite effect, which is how it should be so sad. Like there should be like men should just be the leader and like the leading front of like all things. Like that's just like God desired for the man to be the leader, but we just seen passivity, you know, take over and a lack of men discipling men and men raising up other godly men in the church. Mm. And so I just want to talk about what I've identified, what I think. Yeah. And before I do that, I made this on a, I made a mistake of saying something on, a, on another podcast about this topic that I was on that I want to address from the beginning. Women, desiring marriage is not wrong. Mm. Desiring to be in a relationship is not wrong. However, there is a difference between desiring and thirst. Mm. Like there's the thirsty girl <laughs> and there's like, the the like content girl like yeah, that's yeah, because there's that. because there's such a difference between like being content like god i'm singleness is a gift i truly believe that i'm so busy anyways like using my gifts to like serve you and and like learn like using my free time to like know god's like be, to become the better woman for the man that you may or may not bring like god yeah. never promised yeah yeah you know, he never promised like every one of you will be married yes it's like <laughs> and where is that in the bible exactly okay, everyone. that's how we live but we pull out the psalm it's like god will give you the desires of your heart and we're like and he will he yeah. absolutely like it and, is happening and then we <laughs> you also you have to read though the heart is wicked and deceitful above all else <laughs> yes. and so it's like is your heart to want a marriage to honor God and to use it to glorify and build his kingdom or is it because you want to fill the emotional voice that your daddy wounds left you with? Mm. Like that's, 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 there's so many. Or is it that you are getting older and you see your biological clock ticking and yep. you feel the weight and, and now it's so such an internal thing of like this, me being single is more about my worthiness and me not being valuable yes. versus it being about God has you single for a reason, whatever age you're at. Totally. Like, and I don't want to sound cliche that I'm saying that being a person that recently was broken up with and still single in my 30s. Okay, yeah. everybody, that's yeah. not like going on deaf ears. <laughs> totally. And that's what like, I'm not disregarding your pain, your loneliness, like the, the fear that comes with it. Like it is not wrong to desire the gift of marriage that you see so many people getting to partake in. What I'm saying though, is if that desire turns into thirst, you will become a repellent and you'll become no longer someone that someone wants to receive. They like actually want to like stay away because thirst just doesn't look on anyone. Guys too. Like guys can be thirsty and it can and it yeah. shows. And so constantly checking your heart of going, "Hey, is this natural God-given desire turning into like this craving that I'm like it's showing that I'm like reaching and reaching and reaching because I think Kate where this conversation gets out of hand is these women are like, where are the Christian men? Where are the Christian men? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? And it can become almost nagging and complaining. Yeah. And it's just not like winsome of you. Yeah. It's it's like, why are you so like you're you're already putting so much pressure on me yeah. as the guy to fulfill yeah. something in you. And it's like, I think you mean the best. I think you have the best intent. It's like, man, you just want to be married. Yeah. And that's not wrong. But 
it, if it can turn into like this pressure that you don't, you don't, you're not meaning for it too. And so just want to say that from the beginning, if I sound like I'm talking about something that could sound wrong with Desiring a girl's feelings it. or yeah. actions, I'm talking to the person that is on the unhealthy side of the spectrum of like, they need it to survive. Yes. Or they, they, and go ahead. You know, the only thing we need to survive is, you know, food and water and Jesus. Exactly. Like, like, let's exactly. be honest. Like, exactly. I don't need a husband to survive. Is exactly. it something that could, if God wills, be a huge blessing and glorify him? Yes, it could, if God wills that to be. But yeah. that's where we really, and I see, and with your comment with, because thirsty can kind of seem like, what does that mean? But I, I see what you're saying in that, like, if it is something that you're idolizing, that you need because your life you're you're value you're not valuable without it that becomes a problem and right. you become like obsessive to get it almost like an addict needing something like i need this i need right. it i need it i need it to feel good to feel full to feel whatever satisfied totally. and you don't need a husband or speaking to the ladies here to feel satisfied and right. that you need to get yourself and your singleness and who you are as an individual right before you even go into, because if that's your expectation, it's going to, no person can ever satisfy or make you feel entertained for the rest of your life. They're totally. going to definitely let you down. <laughs> totally. So now I'm going to speak to the healthy women who desire marriage, mm. who, who are putting in the hard work to have the right heart and posture towards the one day relationship potentially. And, and just all that goes into like pursuing singleness. Well, I'm talking to you and you're asking, Hey, this is getting really tough. And like, is there any form of like hope or relief that, that, that change is coming or like, cause I look out and I just see men after men who, who aren't taking their relationship with God seriously, who, who, who look like a Christian on the outside. Then once you get near them, they end up just being like every other guy. And it's just getting, harder and harder to like believe that there's actually good Christian men out there. Yes. And I would say, so first, like I found this like to be like some relief to some women where like, I, I've just, I looked up some statistics, like some quick research, nothing profound just across like the social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I run like different social media accounts with young adults. I, I, I see a lot of different yeah. behind the scenes in the ministry world. And just from my post, here's what I, I found. I just read it. Um, there are usually three to four single young adult girls per every one single guy in the church. Most co-ed Christian conferences are about 60% women and 40% men. I have run Christian slash church Instagram accounts, podcasts, and online equipping tools, and the analytics show that they are reaching about 73% women and 27% men. Mm -hmm. And then like, if you think about it, uh, a women's conference would fill up so much faster than a men's conference. Most men don't want to- I have that wanna, proven. Yeah, like, <laughs> literally, yeah. Most men don't want to take the risk of putting on a men's conference because they think no one will show up. Mm -hmm. um, I've hosted a lot of Q&A opportunities and it's usually five girls asking questions to every one guy. Mm -hmm. And I've recently sat in groups with young adults who call themselves the next, gener next gener generation leaders where the room is usually majority women. Mm -hmm. And so... All and that, that's, that's, it's so true. And I've said to the guys in our community, we want to continue to steward the men and we need your help to also bring them in as much as we can, because yeah. that's the only, cause they won't sign up. And it, it's literally the stats are when I was even writing my book, like my publisher was like, it's mainly going to, mostly women are going to buy your book. Totally. Even if you make it like just gender neutral, the, the reality is, cause that is the statistic right now. Right. And that's, that's. What we have to decide is will we continue to – we have to make sure that we don't enable the system. Yeah. Like we don't want to continue like, well, if 
I'd rather see seats filled than the problem addressed. Let's let's tailor to women. Yes. It's like someone has to begin fighting for change. You have to like you have to like you know field of dreams thing. Like if you plant it, they will yeah. come. Like if you <laughs> like if you build it, they will come or whatever. It's like you have to like believe that your prayers will be answered. Mm. And so for me, like I've I've been throwing around so much, just like man, what could this look like? Could I post on my Instagram, fellas? Every Thursday morning, by the watermark, my church, by the pond out here, I'll be reading through the book of John. Come join me if you want. And if it's seven or if it's 70, like start with the yeah. seven. Yeah, like what's just, wrong with it being just seven? Just yeah. start. And yeah. because that's seven new men that could be seven strong godly men for you ladies out there. Yes. And it's like, that's worth it. And so yes. someone just has to see the need and go, I will do whatever it takes, seven or 70. It's worth it yes. because the need is there. guys, I want to take a quick break in this epic mini series with JD today to share something with you I think you're going to absolutely love as we close out this crazy year of 2020 and move into a fresh new year. If you haven't already heard me say it, recently I opened up on Instagram about having gone through a very unexpected heartbreak earlier this fall. Now, on top of all the 2020 ups and downs, I was not expecting that breakup. And maybe you felt discouraged or grieved by some different things that 2020 has brought. Maybe you also lost a relationship like I did, or maybe your dating life has just felt more bland and hopeless than ever before. Or maybe you've put yourself out there and just keep feeling discouraged with the results. The reality is it's been a really tough year for so many of us. And when it comes to our prayer life, it's actually been hard for so many people to find consistent rhythms. I mean, you think you'd be the opposite because we've been home more during the pandemic, but what I've personally found is that I've been actually more unmotivated and more distracted this year than ever before at home. Can you relate? Well, I have something today that's going to help you with all of that. Throughout my breakup this year, I found it's more important than ever to establish a routine of consistent prayer. That's where my friend Stephanie Mae Wilson's amazing and beautiful prayer journal called Every Single Moment comes onto the scene. For me, I want my prayer time to be more than just something I check off the list. You know, I want it to be the time I look forward to most every day as a way to pray for myself, praise God for what he's doing, and intercede on behalf of others. Every single moment has helped me to stay on track, be focused, and get re-excited about my prayer time every day. I also love that in the prayer journal, it helps you navigate what you're feeling and what you're processing through different journal prompts, and it encourages you to get really real with God and yourself about what you're really feeling and where you're really at. Here's some of the things that every single moment helps you sort through. How to be more content about being single. How to become the best version of yourself. How to get out of your comfort zone. How to date with purpose and intentionality. How to love yourself and be more confident. How to break through your fears of rejection in relationships. How to get ready for marriage. How to know what to look for in a spouse. How to learn from the past so you can step into a beautiful future. With the new year coming up super fast, you just might want to treat yourself to some extra mental care or just start the year off fresh and new. So I want to encourage you to buy this prayer journal, either for yourself or even for a friend, my goodness. And the exciting part is that Stephanie today is offering us Heart of Dating People 15% off her journal by using the code HEART. All you have to do is go to smaywilsonshop.com and enter the code HEART for 15% off. Today is the day, friend. 
you can start finding hope, start praying for your future spouse, start developing a consistent and rich prayer rhythm now that will carry you into the new year, today is when you start loving your single life more than ever before. And you start finding the blessings in every single moment. Go to smaywilsonshop.com and use our very special promo code HEART for Heart of Dating listeners, and you'll get 15% off. So I, I would just say to like the women asking, where are the Christian men? You're not crazy because I'm asking the same thing. Where are they? But is the church and our ministries and our different organizations, are they enabling the problem to fill seats and to sell tickets? Or are they actually doing things and praying, like getting on their knees and praying that we would see a shift in this, in this generation? And, and, and focusing, investing on that. Like, right. to be honest, I mean, the porch is epic, right? But it's one in a million. When it comes to singles ministries, a lot of churches don't invest in singles ministries right. because they invest in marriage ministries and kids ministries. Great. Right. But they're like, there's no growth in money in the singles ministry. So we don't do, we don't invest in that. To be honest, like totally. I've talked to tons of other kinds of pastors and that's what I think where I'm like, Wait, but that's a problem. Like singles are the growing population in the church. Like all churches should be addressing the singles. And similarly, I feel that way when it comes to just men, you know, as yeah. well. It's like just because I, you don't see that bringing in the money or whatever yeah. doesn't mean that that's not like making a great kingdom impact. Right. And we do need people to stand up to change the system in the church, yeah. to not just create events for women. And I, and like you just had to see like, is 40 men enough? Yeah. Like. You just have to decide, like, these women ministries began because someone said 10 women are enough. Yeah. If 10 women show, it's enough. Like, someone yes. saw a problem, and they met the need, and they took the risk. And so I'm calling out anyone listening, take the risk. Yes. Like, see the need, and let's be people who set up opportunities, because you can't complain about it all day long and then not provide a space for it to exist. Yeah. And that's where I'm just, I'm just looking for who is investing in the men of our day. And so that's, that's pretty much what I, I just had to say about this. And I think the next question I get is from women saying, so what can we do? Yes, this is great. I love it. Yeah. And because I, I will just say to that really quick is like saying where are the Christian guys and like there are none is not helpful to our brothers in Christ. Totally. Like that is not going to encourage a guy. If I meet a guy and I'm like, you guys just never do these things. You never, you don't ever read self-help books or you don't ever try to grow. You're not reading the books that I'm reading. Like if I were to actually say that, is that, does that empower the man at all to want to go to the bookstore and pick up a book or like join right. a men's conference? No, he's like, I just feel shamed. I feel, I feel like, I feel like I've already failed before I began. Right. So there's no, and that's why I think we need to change our language as women to be, say, okay, we recognize that this is a problem, but I know you're going to about to step in and say something that women can actually do. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing I would say is stop complaining, start praying. Yes. Like yes. start praying for more brothers and stop praying for <laughs> No, you can keep praying for husbands. But I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying 
because that's not wrong. But what I am saying is like, I wish women who see this problem would pray for more brothers in Christ just as much as they're praying for husbands. Because if your love for them first and foremost is not for more men to know God, but rather to know you, like that's just, again, like you're missing, like you're missing the point, like, because they need to first know what you know. And so start praying for more brothers because that will simultaneously also be praying in a way for your husband problem yes. like but like you yes. shouldn't even like go there it shouldn't be like oh if there's more christian guys and there's more guys for me to pick from and all this stuff it's like <laughs> no no like we just have a burden for the men of our day to know god and mm. there and like and have more opportunities to have discipleship right. which means it's like it's it, women we have plenty of opportunities <laughs> like, right right as we just said it's like we have, it's it's literally so many women's ministries totally amazing shout out right but right. like there's literally not many that right. i know of men's ministries specifically and then secondly i would say if you're in a ministry if you're in a church like use your voice like look around identify where are the areas do we have ways to set up men for success in a relevant way in a masculine way that invites men to come in and go i feel safe here I feel like I can be myself here. And I feel like I can grow deeper into God in a way that's not like all like Christian guys are weak, but like, no, I can be a strong, courageous man of God and take this seriously and follow him with my whole heart. And like, if you don't see that opportunity, address it, call it out and, and, and just raise awareness towards it. And then lastly, I would say, continue to do your own heart work of going, man, am I essentially that kind of thirst and desire thing is it's like is everything propelling this issue from a place of like i just want my my perfect picture life right at the end of the cul-de-sac with a house and a dog and like <laughs> like that that's what's driving all of this and yeah. like if we have more healthy women who are praying for healthy men mm-hmm. and raising their voice to set up spaces for those men to come and exist i think we would see a lot of good come from that. So. Yes, and I will just add to that, like women, when you see a guy going to the men's conference or opening up vulnerably, like affirm him, make him feel yeah. seen. Like that. that's a way we can also come alongside our brothers. I try mm-hmm. to do that. Like I hosted a small thing the other week just with a handful of people and one of the guys opened up And I just like made it a point to be like, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing in front of some people here that you didn't even know. Like, I just want to honor that because I know that that takes courage, especially as a guy. And so I just want to say like, that's amazing. It's an attractive quality. It's an, it's a godly quality, like awesome. You know, and I think that we should be able, we should do that. Like let's empower the brothers instead of bringing them down with saying like, you're never going to be good enough and you don't exist. Yep. That's good. (laughs) Boom. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.